Isaiah 43 But now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. O Israel, the one who formed you says, Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Saviour. I gave Egypt as a ransom for your freedom. I gave Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Others were given in exchange for you. I traded their lives for yours, because you are precious to me. You are honoured and I love you. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will gather you and your children from east and west. I will say to the north and south, Bring my sons and daughters back to Israel, from the distant corners of the earth. Bring all who claim me as their God, for I have made them for my glory. It was I who created them. Bring out the people who have eyes but are blind, who have ears but are deaf. Gather the nations together. Assemble the peoples of the world. Which of their idols has ever foretold such things? Which can predict what will happen tomorrow? Where are the witnesses of such predictions? Who can verify that they spoke the truth? But you are my witnesses, O Israel, says the Lord. You are my servant. You have been chosen to know me, believe in me, and understand that I alone am God. There is no other God. There never has been, and there never will be. I, yes, I am the Lord, and there is no other Saviour. First I predicted your rescue, then I saved you and proclaimed it to the world. No foreign God has ever done this. You are witnesses that I am the only God, says the Lord. From eternity to eternity, I am God. No one can snatch anyone out of my hand. No one can undo what I have done. This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. For your sakes, I will send an army against Babylon, forcing the Babylonians to flee in those ships they are so proud of. I am the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's Creator and King. I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses. I drew them beneath the waves and they drowned, their lives snuffed out like a smouldering candle wick. But forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. 
for I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. The wild animals in the fields will thank me, the jackals and owls too, for giving them water in the desert. Yes, I will make rivers in the dry wasteland so my chosen people can be refreshed. I have made Israel for myself, and they will someday honor me before the whole world. But dear family of Jacob, you refuse to ask for my help. You have grown tired of me, O Israel. You have not brought me sheep or goats for burnt offerings. You have not honored me with sacrifices, though I have not burdened and wearied you with requests for grain offerings and frankincense. You have not brought me fragrant calamus or pleased me with the fat from sacrifices. Instead, you have burdened me with your sins and wearied me with your faults. I, yes, I alone, will blot out your sins for my own sake and will never think of them again. Let us review the situation together and you can present your case to prove your innocence. From the very beginning, your first ancestor sinned against me. All your leaders broke my laws. That is why I have disgraced your priests. I have decreed complete destruction for Jacob and shame for Israel. As I read the scripture speaking about pathway through the wilderness, rivers in the dry wasteland, water in the desert, I knew exactly what photo I wanted to share with you today. And it's from Black Canyon, Nevada, right near the Hoover Dam. And what you're actually looking at is the bridge on the Purple Heart Highway that is opposite the dam. It's where you can get a really great view of the Lake Mead Reservoir behind the dam and the Colorado River in front of it. When I was on the bridge, I didn't really appreciate how cool it looks. It was only when my husband and I got back in the car and went around the access road to the dam so we could drive over it and check out the back of it from the Arizona side that we realized just how spectacular it looks. When you're up there, it's windy, and you are just in awe of the Hoover Dam, formerly Boulder Dam, but they changed its name in honor of Herbert Hoover, who was the president during the time that it was built. Thinking about the amount of work that was involved in building the dam, but then also that bridge. So as we went around that access road, and I realized what it looked like up there behind me. I was like, whoa, take a picture real quick out of the car window. And what I love about the picture really is that the mountain behind it is following the same curve in this image as the underside of the bridge. Now, what's also interesting when you're at Hoover Dam, and something that I didn't think about, was that the dam obviously is creating electricity, hydro, right? But there are so many power lines 
and pylons all around. So it kind of ruins the aesthetic. But hey, one of the reasons that the dam was built was for hydroelectric power. So you can see just some of the power lines. And when you think about the location of the dam and how barren it is, how it kind of almost looks like you're in Mars or someplace with the red rock, and then there's these power lines everywhere. Just to do that must be so difficult that it really makes me truly in awe of the bridge and the dam. So have you been to Hoover Dam? If so, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Go to ttlm.pictures to download a full resolution photo and to leave me a comment if you feel like it. Until the next episode, take care.